Welcome to The Ride, Life, Work, and Wealth podcast with your host, Chris Durow. Years ago, Chris was a firefighter and a paramedic and witnessed many people not getting another tomorrow, and it shaped who he is now as a financial strategist. Chris doesn't just help people plan for a secure tomorrow, he helps them plan for a better today. Chris lives and works in Burlington, Ontario, and runs an advisory practice named Three Hats Financial. Let's get to it. Market turmoil seems to have become part of daily life, but those ups and downs may also offer possibilities. I'm Patrice Sakora, and in this episode of his podcast, The Ride, Life, Work, and Wealth, Chris Durow of Three Hats Financial points out that being prepared can make all the difference. Chris, tell me what you mean by that. Yeah, thanks, Patrice. Well, it's said that volatility is the cost of admission for harnessing the wealth-building power of the financial markets, meaning it's what we have to pay to try and achieve a return higher than just having our money in a bank account. But by rationalizing market fluctuations doesn't necessarily mean that it makes them any less nerve-wracking, especially if things like your near retirement. During this podcast, what I want to go over is um, a few different things. I want to go through three points on how you can keep your finances in track. And then as well, I want to go into, at the end, three ways of navigating this uncertainty that's still to come. And I'm going to just apologize quickly here for if the quality of this isn't like the rest of the podcast, but I'm doing this from very far up north and I definitely wanted to get this podcast out. So hopefully the Wi-Fi uh, stays solid enough to get through this without too many breaks. Well, it's holding up so far, so let's keep going. Let's start with this three-point checklist. Go for it. Okay, so the first thing is, and this is no secret, people would have heard this before, but to have a financial plan that covers all your bases. So to have a plan is obviously really important, but no financial plan is totally immune to market fluctuations. People have heard by diversifying their investments across a whole bunch of different vehicles, stocks, bonds, all that other stuff, that it is going to spread out that risk and prevent from significant swings. But right now with such a recent market downturn that we've had, it's not going to stop everything. It just is going to minimize that. But where the plan comes into place is for that peace of mind. So an example is I literally had someone in my office a few days ago, a retired couple, and I call them retirement income projection plans. Um, sometimes I put on the agenda RIP and then I realize that's probably not a good uh, no, no. <laughs> abbreviation to have when speaking to retirees. No. <laughs> so um, retirement income projection plans. So they are obviously nervous. We went through it all. I put in the values of what they are today, which is obviously quite a bit lower. And everything was fine. And because that is showing them, even with a very low rate of return going forward for the rest of their life, they still had money to age 89. And this didn't even touch the house or the cottage or anything else. The sense of ease that came over them after we went through that compared to when they walked in, the, the body language, the tight face, like all that stuff that you read, like moving their hands a lot, fidgeting with their fingers compared to laughing and kind of more slumped down in the chair. It was just really interesting to watch because you could just see how much that made a difference because before coming in and reviewing that, all this fear and everything through social media and all of that, they just were obviously taking that all in like everybody else. So that's where those plans can come into place and really help individuals. Well, how do you, how do you um, start? A lot of my, how oh, do you, sorry. How, I'm sorry. How do you start putting a plan together? I mean, it sounds great, 
but you have three buckets. Yeah. So a lot of my clients will have heard me speak about this as, as I talk about the three buckets and the three buckets is your checking account, a high interest savings account, and then your investments. And people can do this on their own if they don't have an advisor. Um, just that you, your checking account is your operating account. Like your daily living is basically like a business. You have to have an operating account, which is your checking account, which is going to pay for your daily and monthly expenses. The next bucket is going to be a high interest savings bucket, like something that's not going to fluctuate much. We'll give you a bit of interest, but not a ton. But the purpose of that is just to have that other bucket there for expenses that you believe will come up potentially in the next 12 to 24 months. The third bucket will be your investment portfolio that is for other longer term things as well. And that's where having those gives you the flexibility in all kinds of different market uh, events to take potential or add yourself security and a lot of benefits in regards to when markets go up and down. Okay. So the other thing too, that I just want to touch on that's important for retirees is different because they're obviously taking income out and for retirees, you want to have a thing called a cash wedge. And some people may have heard of this term, but it's a portion now inside the portfolio, another bucket that they, that income is protected. So, for a lot of our clients in retirement, they have this cash wedge that is two years of their income in a fund that does not fluctuate very much. Now, this fund doesn't go up very much in the good years, but in the bad years, it doesn't go down nearly as much as the rest of the portfolio. So another example on why having a plan is important is another client the other day, obviously concerned, and they were focusing on the overall portfolio. And this kind of is kind of reflects on everybody to a certain extent is you can't just look at the overall portfolio because as I said to them, yes, it is down. Yes. It sucks seeing on a computer screen that number so much mm -hmm. further off than what it was a month or six weeks ago. But what I said to them is stop for a sec, take a breath. You're not cashing the whole portfolio out in six months, one year, two years, three years. All you need to focus on right now is the two years of your income that is protected, that has barely even fluctuated. That's the only thing we need to worry about right now because the rest of the portfolio will go up, will go down. Don't look at it as a whole because that'll stress you right out and you're not cashing the whole thing out. So right now it is just a number on a computer screen fluctuating, even though I know it's not easy to take or, or watch. Completely calm the individual down and very thankful. And it was just nice to go through that. So that is a couple aspects of having a plan and how important it is in times like this. The, the diversified assets, healthy savings, you've got the stability there and you, you have a peace of mind, as you said. Yes. And the thing too is even for people that necessarily maybe not have a plan or anything put in place, like there's certain things you can still take control of right now, like your personal spending. You can't control right now if you're laid off or your employer or your small business not bringing in the revenue that it, it was before this crisis. But you, there is things you can afford in regards to your spending. And that's why it's so important to be going through your cash flow right now if you already haven't and figuring out with your, your spouse or advisor on what's coming in right now, what's going out, what changes can we make because that we can control. And I'll get more into later in this podcast about what we can control and not control. Okay. Sticking to your plan, living within your means, right? Two big things. Absolutely. The best financial moves you can make during market volatility. That's for sure. All right. Now you also talk about understanding your relationship with money 
Tell me about that. Yeah. So a big focus of our life centered planning exercises is to make people aware of the relationship to what money is really like. So you always, you have some people on opposite ends of the spectrum where one may think, oh, the game's rigged with investments. And then you have the other people that are laying all their money on the line, like, like a casino, black or red. But most folks really fall somewhere in between. And unfortunately, market volatility can bring up some bad tendencies on both ends of the scale where people might make some pretty quick moves tied to emotion, which they shouldn't, which could basically cripple their long-term wealth if they're not careful. So those are things we obviously want to avoid. It's never been a good idea to sell when everybody else is selling. And same as it's never been a great winning strategy to be buying when everybody else is buying. Right now, there's a lot of people selling. Uh, the best strategy in the past has always been to ride out the downturn and experience the upturns as they come, which nobody knows when that's going to happen tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. But you really do need to understand that. And the neat thing is, this is a significant downturn, obviously. We have not experienced this for a very, very, very long time. And what I've noticed in my clients, which is satisfying, is how many of them, when I've been making the phone calls and having the conversations, is they're reiterating this back to me. And I'm like, that's cool. You actually were listening during the good years. <laughs> All right. We're up to the third point of your first three-point checklist. The focus should be long-term, not short-term, correct? Absolutely. It's true that marketing conditions now are really easy to watch. And some people are like, well, I don't have long-term. I'm already retired. When I mean long-term, I'm not necessarily meaning 20, 30 years. We're talking about not in the next two or three or four years. And when it, that goes back to the first thing that I mentioned with the individual client where we're not selling that whole portfolio. You're not using that whole portfolio in three or four years. And the thing is, there's no one size that fits all when folks are wondering what they should do at a moment like this. You have all different kinds of examples. The millennial who just started working and investing, or you have someone close to retirement in the next five years, a couple that's planned to start their own business, a couple that has three kids about to start university in the next couple of years. All of those scenarios require their own individual personalized plan. So with that, I want to give people a couple ideas on what they can do just to start figuring some of this stuff out for them if they don't necessarily have everything written down or in a plan. So what you can do is you can, to keep yourself focused on this, you can grab a sheet of paper, sit down with your spouse or significant other and divide the paper into three sections and label them now, soon, and later. So for now, obviously it's going to be any concerns, financial concerns that need to be addressed as soon as possible, such as paying next month's bills, a necessary home repair, healthcare, anything like that. Okay, now soon. It's important items six to 12 months out that you still have time to prepare for. Then the last phase is obviously later and that's everything else. To help you with this, you can also go through to my previous podcast that we did on financial lifelines and take a listen to that, which on our website, you'll see the podcast uh, link. There's also a resource section that will have a sheet there called financial transitions that we spoke about in a previous podcast that does the same thing I'm telling you listeners to do with the now, soon, and later. It just gives it more detail. So please help yourself to that if you would like. Um, also, most of these items that I just mentioned in the now, soon, and later, especially the soon, 
you most likely, especially with everything going on right now, I'd probably discuss that with your spouse or advisor. But it's also possible that with the recent events that it's changed some of that. So your nows have maybe filled up due to the circumstances and bumped some of the soons into laters. The whole reason of this exercise to fill that out is just to remind yourself of what you're truly planning for. And it's good to map it out and have these conversations. This will also help with some of the stress that's overwhelming people in their head because they're not putting it down and breaking it down. So it gets it down on a piece of paper and helps you realize what you need to focus on now, which can help decrease the stress as having an overwhelming feeling of everything. Tell me a little bit more again about where listeners can find them on your website and what is your website address? So the, the website is threehatsfinancial.ca. Three is spelt the word three. And then when you go to that, you can just click on the resource link or the podcast link at the top of the website. All right, great. Now, you said you had three other points you wanted to talk about uh, for navigating the uncertainty that is still to come. And goodness knows, there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, as you know, Patrice, with these podcasts, I don't always want them just to be, well, I never want them just to be about the money because it's not always just about the money by any means. So three things that I have been doing that have been helping is, first of all, find something you can control. Right now, there's a lot of stuff we can't control, and it's kind of useless stressing over that, even though I know it's not easy because we're constantly bombarded about with it, the news, social media, and everybody talking about it. But find something you can control, whatever it is, and just keep returning to it over and over and over so that you can get a sense of control and that eventually, over time, in the next days, weeks, those actions can have a massive impact. And what I mean by things you can control, for instance... Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I'm up north right now. I can control the environment my kids are in. Yes, the world is having this big global pandemic, but my kids are having a blast because they're outside every day and there's a whole bunch of snow up here and they're just enjoying being up here with the family and being outside and not really being influenced much by this at all. Um, so we can control that. The other thing I can control is each evening because the days have been long with working and stuff, but every evening my wife, Tina and I take a walk through the woods and just have a chat just to how she's feeling, how I'm feeling. And those are things we can control. And it, I look forward to those walks every evening. So just simple things like that. Number two is just do something. Like I said, this is a lot of stuff is outside of our control. There's no point stressing on what we can't control. So don't just sit there and watch media and scrolling through Facebook and things like that because it's going to heighten your stress and fear. So what I've been doing, aside from the work stuff, is I'm writing down every day three things I want to achieve. And that could be things like playing a board game with your kids. Um, right now, signing up for an online course. So many providers of so many different education institutes and options are or as fast as they can trying to push out online courses because what a great time. All those excuses of you didn't have time before, well, people all of a sudden got a whole bunch of time given to them. So if you were thinking of doing something or there's an interest that you would like to do, why not take an online course and take time every morning or day to do a bit of that? The other thing is, an example would be starting a workout routine. We all hear that from everybody, even our own ourselves, about how there's not time to work out. Well, what about working out? At home, there's so many things online that you could be doing, and including the kids. We've been doing like um, ninja warrior courses and and uh, like CrossFit little workouts and things in the garage with the kids, and they're just loving it. 
So those are the things that just, just do something. Don't just be consumed by the fear and watching social media because that's not healthy at all. And the third step is basically just repeat what I just mentioned above is that taking it one day at a time and just repeating those, we're going to get through this. This is like years from now, we're all going to remember 2020 for the rest of our lives. We'll all remember 2020 and eventually we will get through all of this. I'm just, I just know at some point though, my kids or hopefully at some point down the very down the road, grandkids will be asking, well, what did you do in, in that big global pandemic of 2020? And I don't want to just sit there and say that, well, we did much. We just buckled down and didn't do a whole heck of a lot. I kind of want to take advantage of the crisis. And what I mean by that is letting them know that, hey, your mom and I took time to spend with you, with each other, and we made the best of it. Some of the best connections we'd ever had in the family were we had during those times. And we really took and made, found the silver lining of this whole crisis. Those are how I want to mention this down the road, because eventually this will be something we get through. And it is just an event we look back on and everyone will remember 2020. As Winston Churchill once said, never let a good crisis go to waste. And that's exactly what I want to make sure my family and I do is not let this go to waste. Those are awesome thoughts, Chris. Awesome. If someone wants to get in touch with you, how can they do this? Uh, the website, email. So the website, threehatsfinancial.ca. And my email, which is chris at threehatsfinancial.ca. And that's Chris with a K. Yes, Chris with a K. Okay. Uh, Patrice, one last thing is sure. I just wanted to touch on really quick mm -hmm. if people are sitting there saying, well, this is great, but I don't have an advisor and I don't have a plan. Is it ever too late to develop a plan? Well, that goes back to the old Chinese proverb that the best time to plan was a plan a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So if you want success and growth in the future, it's always best to act now. And of course, for most people that I see, they don't usually like for referrals and introductions, they usually come into the office because something in their life has happened to finally make them take that step forward. I imagine that this would be a pretty big thing to help some people take steps forward. So if you don't have a plan in place or you don't have an advisor, obviously I'm going to highly recommend to get an advisor because it's extremely important to be having a resource that's looking from the outside in and having a voice of wisdom through all this. But if you don't, the first steps you can take before you even get the advisor, as opposed to just waiting to get one, is you want to start by filling in a cash flow form. And I have an example of a cash flow form. Once again, it'll be in the same resource section on the website. Fill this in. That's number one. Fill in what's coming in, what's going out. That gives you an idea of where your family's finances are at. And it's just a great exercise to do with your spouse. Next, take that now, soon, later, and see where that maps out. So now you have an idea of what your financial lifeline kind of looks like. You know what your cash flow looks like. And now the discussion on what is the most important thing to you right now? Now, going forward, like what is that? What is the most important thing? and then start putting actionable steps down to move closer to that. A really cool app or website to help with just getting all this stuff out of your head is called MindMeister. It's called M-I-N-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R. It's an app I use all the time and I just absolutely love it because it just gets everything out and clearly puts it in a very nice place on your phone or wherever. It's been a huge thing for me. And also then you can start thinking about your three buckets. 
So those are the those are the, the the few things I'll just summarize. Cash flow form, figure that out. You have to life transition form, financial lifeline, figuring out your biggest why and the steps around that, and then also thinking about your three buckets. Fantastic. Take care up north there. Hopefully you'll be back before too much longer anyway. Thanks, Chris. Chris DeRoe of Three Hats Financial. To subscribe to this podcast, The Ride, Life, Work, and Wealth, simply use the subscribe button on this page. You can also share with friends and colleagues by using the share button. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to The Ride, Life, Work, and Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Investment Corporation. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.